0: Welcome to Our Calcutta, I'm Kelly Burt, and I'm Amanda Livermore. We are two cradle Catholics who had major reversions to our faith in our adult lives. After encountering Christ in this real way, we began searching for ways to best serve and love Him. We soon discovered that our world around us, where our Father has placed us, is where we are called to serve. These are our experiences
1: and we hope that by joining us in Our Calcutta, you'll discover a little bit more about yours.
0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 6 of Our Calcutta. We are so excited that all of you have joined us today on our very first ever to be continued episode. So episode five, if you didn't tune in, was the first part of this interview with our special guest, Brian Shields. And you
2: should have tuned in. It's really good. So just stop right now and go back and listen to it if you (laughs) haven't.
0: Just stop what you're doing. Go back. So we had Brian Shields on. And just to recap, we were listening to a little bit of his story. And Amanda and I were explaining that one of the things that we'd like to do in this podcast is to bring some people in who are living in their individual Calcutta, who are just serving the Lord in the places that they are at. And whether that be in ministry in the church or whether that be ministry outside of the church, in their careers and in their families. And so Brian really was somebody who spoke that to us. And so we wanted to have him come on and tell a little bit of his story. So in episode five, he was explaining that he has been working in television and he has been a meteorologist for the last several years. And he has three children who are at St. Margaret Mary. So we're just excited to hear the rest of the story. So with that said, welcome Brian. Brian. Thank thanks you for, for back. having me back. I didn't, <laughs> yeah, know, I didn't
2: so. know if I was going to be allowed back. So. <laughs> he made the yeah. cut, Amanda, made, for okay. the second, okay. second
0: episode. And then hello to you too, Amanda. Thanks I for love. being with us yeah. all today. So with all of that said, I'm going to throw it to Amanda to begin us in prayer. Thanks, Kelly. In the name of the Father, and of
1: the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, we thank you for the gifts of this day. We thank you for your calling, unique to each of us into our own Calcutta. In a special way today, we thank you for the gift of Brian and his family and their courageous yes to your continued invitation to love and serve you. We ask you to bless all of our listeners and stir in their hearts whatever invitations you have for each one of them to live in their own Calcutta. In your heavenly name we pray, amen. 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 Holy Spirit, amen. All right. So we kind of teased a little bit at the end of the last episode that Brian had some big news to share, kind of a big career change. So Brian, drum roll. I oh. don't know if we have, we, we don't have a drum, but we should get a drum. Yeah, we though. should get You a drum. should get a drum. I should. Oh,
2: you should get a drum. For
1: episode seven, for sure. Yeah. We'll definitely love <laughs> the drum.
2: I will be listening to that for sure. Yeah. Drum roll. Yeah. <laughs> Oh goodness. oh, goodness. All
1: right, go for it. What's your big news?
2: So I am working now as Director of Advancement at Bishop Moore. So I've I work for the church, which is a blessing, which I'm so excited about, which is a huge life change, but not so much, too, with being part of the Catholic community. So I'm so excited. I'm leaving Channel 9, and I will be working full-time at Bishop Moore, which I'm so grateful for.
1: Well, we are so excited to have you. That's
2: because you don't know me that well yet, so let's give it time. But thank you. Thank you. We'll
1: let you all know in further episodes how excited we still are. Episode 8, whether or not we actually like Brian. (laughs) But he is sporting his Bishop Moore Catholic polo today, so thanks for representing. We are really excited to have you, and we were pleasantly surprised when we saw your resume come across our way, so tell us how... Mm -hmm. How did God stir that? I mean, it is a big change and something new. So what did that seem like in your prayer?
2: I try to keep an eye out for opportunities. And one thing we talked about in the last episode was kind of stepping back and trying to listen. And it's tough to know which direction you want to go into but it's been a long time coming with talking with Deacon Bill over at St. Margaret Mary he's someone who I've gone to with uh, the possibility of a career change uh, years ago and the same with Katie Walsh and bouncing ideas off of each other so you know I was just trying to keep an eye out for four things I'll just kind of but you know i didn't know if it was going to be necessarily with the church or not with the church but i have been keeping an eye out as of late for you know personal reasons for the family to kind of it was a good time to to make that shift and then this position came along And uh, in my wife, who says nothing good about me, said, Oh, you would be good at doing that. I'm just kidding. I'm being sarcastic. So, but kind of. So, you know, I saw this position and I thought that may be a good opportunity, especially with the background I had in nonprofits, in fundraising, in the Catholic community. So I went for it, Amanda. So I went for it.
0: I think that is such an exciting um, thing for the whole community of Bishop Moore Catholic. And I think what's so exciting to me about it is to see someone who is willing to just really change things up. That's not an easy thing to do when you Mm -hmm. have three kids and a wife at home. uh, uh, Well, she has Mm -hmm. her her career as well. And just kind of walk away, especially from a career in TV. I think probably maybe people would think that that's something that's very glamorous Mm -hmm. or that gives you a lot of notoriety. And I think that's really kind of neat and says a lot about your individual journey of faith that you are willing to to step away from that to Mm -hmm. go work for the church. So i so. For me, as, as someone who's looking from the outside, I think that's really exciting for the whole community, for the whole for the whole church in Orlando, for sure. You know, we were talking in the last episode about our episode three, where we talked about discerning kind of this will of God in our lives. And so we were sharing a little bit about that and that process. And, and as we mentioned in that episode, you know, I recently had a, a change in work situation. So I can mm-hmm. really relate to that process that you go through. And oftentimes, you're kind of looking around going, am I nuts? What am I doing here? Yeah, that's
2: how I feel on a daily basis. <laughs> Yeah,
0: it does feel like you're taking that step out. Mm-hmm. But I guess what I was kind of wondering is, what are the ways that the Lord has confirmed that step in your own heart, in your own life? Have you seen kind of little things that say this mm-hmm. is the direction I'm supposed to be going?
2: Yeah, and, and they are little things. You know, I look, you know, I try. I look at billboards on the highway, hoping there's a sign that says, "Hey, Brian, take that job." Right. But that huh? doesn't that doesn't seem to happen, which <laughs> which kind of stinks. But that's okay. But it's difficult too because we were talking about in episode three, and we were talking about in the last episode the the noise. That's around, and you know when you're making decisions, and it's good to be able to step back and take a little time. But when there's bigger life changes, it's going to be noisy, so it's hard to you know quiet that noise altogether. So you have to look for little signs, and it was mainly the people. It was mainly the people I came across, people I've known for years, trusted people, people that are my dear friends. Speaking with them, they all had a similar reaction, and it was a reaction of support. It, some of them were. Surprised, but seconds after saying they were surprised, they would say something along the lines of, I'm surprised, but this makes complete sense. I'm really not that surprised. So then, that you know, hearing stuff like that, you know, makes you feel comfortable in the decision you made. And I also had to come to grips with there may not be a wrong decision here. You, you, I think you mentioned this in one of your episodes. I'm a big fan, by the way, if you haven't been able to tell that, you know, so God, you're the one. You, you know, you try, you trying to make a decision. You're like, which way does God want me to go? I'm the one. Which, which way does God want me to go? But it's not like if I took a different path that God's not going to be there. Mm-hmm. So I had to tell myself that, too. Maybe maybe there's no wrong decision. Maybe they're both wrong. Are they wrong? Is it wrong? Should I not be a bishop more? Is, no, I'm only kidding. <laughs> no. Only kidding. I'm only no, kidding. I think okay. that's kind of the like yeah. billboard. Yeah, <laughs> where was the billboard? So you, Oh, we all uh, want that billboard
0: yeah. <laughs> for sure. And I think that goes to kind of what we were talking about is that the, there's two good things, right? So mm-hmm. neither one of those things were a bad thing. And I think sometimes those can be that can be very hard to make that choice. And I think it's beautiful. We talked about in the last episode and then just now, you know, with with you saying, you know, kind of leaning on these trusted people, Deacon Mm -hmm. Bill and and these other people that really, you know, have the interest of, you know, your best interest Mm -hmm. at heart. So you said some of the affirmations that you got from people. Mm -hmm. Was there anything in your head that was kind of going that voice that that we know sometimes isn't from God?
2: Yeah. And I mean, it's a it's anytime you make a big career change, even if there's some similarities and transferable skills it's scary that's a, it's a scary time to to change like that especially if you have you know we have kids and you're trying to make sure everything is steady for them but yeah there's also you know the thoughts it just you know, everything goes through your mind everything goes through your mind and you're trying to sort it out you know what is which way you should go. You know I haven't had anything particular that has stood out, but you just hope you make and pray on that you make you made the right decision. Sure. So and sure. we're gonna find out. No. Well, and
0: <laughs> and I think what you said before and just knowing that you know you take that step and then mm-hmm. God is with you always. Mm-hmm. He's always with you no matter what decision that um, that you're making. What about you, Amanda? How how has it been? Just kind of onboarding with Brian, someone new, and the don't in... tell
2: all the stories. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's been amazing and. You know, we had the person who
1: was in this position prior did a great job and really mm-hmm. got us to an awesome place um, and really grew our advancement program. And he's actually stepped into a, a leadership role on the academic side of things as one of our assistant principals. And we have a wonderful new principal, Dr. Eric Wickstrom, as well, and so many new members of the team. And we're just excited to see this new season of Bishop Moore Catholic and, and really what God has in store for all of us, for our, our students, our community. And Brian has fit right in. You know, he He's been at the office now. By the time this airs, it will be several more weeks. But I've been amazed because he's still starting at three fifteen in the morning. He's still with the news station for another couple of weeks, another few weeks, yeah. Mm -hmm. But he wanted to jump in and get started with us at Bishop Moore too. And so he's been—that's been quite the sacrifice, working many, many hours a day, doing two full-time jobs simultaneously. So we're grateful for his sacrifice to go ahead and want to get started. And I'm going a little off book here, Brian, but it's making me wonder your first a little bit at Bishop Moore. What's it been like for you?
2: It's been great. It couldn't be better. And you mentioned my predecessor in the position, Marvin, has been so nice. And it's it's things like that. Almost after the fact, you made the decision that you're like, okay, this is this seems to be where I'm supposed to be. And then the office, everyone in it, from you to Sarah, that Mr. Doyle guy, he's okay. But it is just such fantastic, fantastic people. Marvin has been there for me, emailing me, checking, uh, you know, on me on the side. So I've been so grateful to be part of that community.
1: Yeah, it really is such a family. I was surprised. Kelly uh, is an alum from Moore, and so this was not as surprising for her, I think, as it was for me to see what a family it really is mm-hmm. and even generations of people and how they really come together and support each other. And then the staff and the people who are there right now really rallying around each other. It's a beautiful gift and something I hadn't anticipated, mm-hmm. feeling like I was part of a family. And so we're glad yeah. you've joined the yeah. family as well. And like I said, he fits right in. And speaking of family, we are rolling into Thanksgiving here pretty soon. So I wanted to ask, do you have any fun family traditions for Thanksgiving?
2: Well, I know on Thanksgiving, I can't mess with the gravy in my house. My dad does it. He li- he lives here. My parents live here. So he's he's a great cook and he handles most of the meal and he's cool, calm, and collected, but don't mess with the gravy. That's like his <laughs> thing. So, uh, you know, at the end of the meal, he has this whole procedure to stir it and whatnot and it's perfect, but that's his. That's kind of his food item. By, by the way, his gravy is excellent, but we do go uh, around the table, like I think many families do, after We pray and we all say something we've been thankful for during the year. And it's and it's fun and it's we've done it for a while now with with the kids. And it's fun to hear what they have to say and what meant a lot for them during the year, too. And it's usually surprising. There's usually something uh, from the kids. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but it's not necessarily what you think. And they think a little bit deeper, too. It's not just video games or something like that but it's nice to hear the highlights of the year. So that's how, and then we eat, we eat a lot, we eat a lot, then we take a nap and then we eat some more. So we eat early, we eat early so we can eat again.
0: That yeah. sounds like a that's good very, planning. Yeah. yeah, very nice. Yeah. Typical Thanksgiving mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. in America, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I kind of wish I could try your dad's
2: You should. You gravy. Could come over. It You're sounds, welcome to. It sounds yeah.
0: fantastic. I am intrigued. Well, and Kelly, we didn't tell him about the Bishop
1: Moore tradition where everyone brings the gravy to the office <laughs> oh, okay. as part of a, the next, yeah, the, the <laughs> okay. following. Um, okay. that's I'll get
2: my dad on that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, a it's going to be, be a lot. Version, it's going to be a lot. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah. So we're very excited to, to add his to the mix. Okay, good, it definitely good, good, already good happens. Good, enough. good enough. <laughs> so, But, you know, what a beautiful tradition to go around the table and share what you all are grateful for. And in thinking about that, even in our own prayer lives, a lot of times we do a lot of asking and we're recognizing all of the things that we don't have or the things that we wish were different. But I know gratitude is really such an important part of our prayer life and one that often gets neglected. So how is gratitude a part of your own spiritual experience?
2: I think gratitude is I mean, it goes hand in hand with faith and grace and thankfulness. It's much deeper than just being thankful with gratitude and, and recognizing all the blessings in my life. One of the things that I try to do is you try to return that you try to return the good things that have happened to you. And in doing so, I think one of the things I try to work on is is listening. Whatever position I'm in, if I'm in a position where I'm feeling thankful for something or I'm feeling a little extra blessed, I'm always blessed, but if uh, you're feeling a little extra blessed is whatever situation I'm in, whatever, uh, if I'm around whoever I'm with at the time is just kind of being there and, and listening to what they may have to uh, say. So I think when it comes to gratitude, I try to give back in the form of being a good friend or just being a supportive person. So I kind of twist it around a little bit.
1: Oh, I love that. So gratitude. And then that reminds me, what was that? Um, pay it forward. Remember yeah. that movie from a long time. Oh, yeah. I yeah, myself yeah, with that idea? yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, it was only a couple years ago, only, Yeah, <laughs> right,
1: right, but that idea of something good happens to you or for you, then you pay that forward mm-hmm. to the next person and so on. And we can spread, uh, really that goodness. And positivity and love all around us. So
0: um, Absolutely. Brian, the way that your story has just kind of inspired me is just through, I can very much see that disposition of gratitude that you have. And I think what it does is it just kind of exudes in, in joy whenever you're in the room. So I think that's just such a beautiful thing. I think anyone who's watched you on TV has probably noticed that you just seem to be filled with joy. And I think that goes to your faith. And I'm excited to see what God has in store for you over the next you know, a few years or wh- wherever it takes you in this new chapter. Well, I
2: told them I'm going to be here for a while, so <laughs> just, you know, ho- well. hopefully here.
0: Yeah, well, once you're in the Bishop Moore Catholic for the record, community, just for the you know, yeah, you're not yeah. you're not going anywhere anytime yeah. soon. Yeah. That's for sure. That's, and that's... fine by me. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like over the last two episodes that you've really inspired us, just with your story of your own Calcutta, how you served when you were working in TV, and how you made that your Calcutta. But then now, how you look to to doing that in the future. So is there anyone who's inspired you by the way that they live there? You've mentioned a few people, definitely in the St. Mary community, but is there anyone else who's just kind of inspired you in the way that they live out their faith?
2: Yeah, I would look. I would look to my parents. I would look to my dad. Who growing up, uh, he didn't grow up in a wealthy family, but Catholic education was so important to them. He woke up, he uh, delivered the newspaper when they had newspapers back then. <laughs> Those are the things you never mind anyway. So he would deliver the newspaper, and then he would take two buses to school. He would have to take a, a city bus just to get too close to the Catholic school that was there, and then he would get off of that, and then he'd wait for another bus, which would be the school bus, to take him to take him to school, and he'd work multiple jobs he would help support that. And so would his family, but just Catholic education has been so important to him and my parents, both of my parents, my mom's one of 10 and they went to Catholic school all the way up and my mom, all the way through my dad went to, went to Yukon, but we'll let that slide. But uh, anyway, so that, that rubbed off on us, but for reason, you know, for a good reason, I saw it, I, I see what it does. I see the impact it has on my kids and how, how important that is. So I, I really looked to them for, inspiration in that way and and moving forward as a parent.
1: You know, growing up in the Catholic Church, you've probably seen then just about every Tradition learned every kind of prayer, mm-hmm. memorized
0: all of the various,
2: yeah. right? Well, I didn't quite memorize all of them, but you know,
0: <laughs> let's do a quiz right yeah, now. <laughs> and
2: some through school, I said I memorized, but I didn't, so that's a whole other thing. But, but that's what confess. confessions for. That's <laughs> exactly. So we are good, yeah, so, right? Yeah.
1: Uh, I know it well. But what would be a tradition in the Catholic Church? We do have such mm-hmm. a richness of various prayers, and of course, our, our celebration of the Mass and so many, you know, beautiful sacraments. What's one way within the Catholic Church that you've really felt connected to God?
2: Well, over the last few years, I would say the rosary. And the rosary, for me, that may sound like a generic answer. I don't mean to say generic and the rosary in the same sentence. But in the context of what we're talking about, growing up, the rosary was not even the schools I went to. That piece, I don't remember saying the rosary where my kids at school, they will say the rosary. We never, we learned about the rosary, but for whatever reason, we didn't say it. My mom growing up, they said the rosary every single night, every single night. And she reminds my kids about that all the time. So they said the rosary uh, every single night. But as I got older, the rosary has been more of a part of my life, especially when someone's sick, uh, you know, they will say rosary as a family or and it's fun to listen to other people say the rosary. Some go really fast. Some know the, you know, ins and outs of it, but uh, uh, others don't. But when I was on a, a mission trip to Haiti a couple of years ago with Sister Rosemary, who's over at St. Margaret Mary, she had in in being Catholic. You think you see everything, but there's always surprises. She had one of the uh, thumb or uh, finger um, rosaries, and I never I, I've seen, it, but I never had one. And I was like, I, I need to get one of those. So I leave it in the car now, and I pray that every morning. So I have that you know nearby as a reminder. But Sister Rosemary gave it to me on that mission trip right at the end of the mission trip and it was hers and it was so nice or so sweet and it was funny because i i brought it up at the beginning of the trip we were on but she remembered it because she's such a great person and then she gave me she gave me hers so i really like that i think that's a great way to pray on the run if you will uh in the car so that's where i do a lot of my praying is uh in the car
0: yeah. I call that the car chapel.
2: Yeah, so right. It's I good. It's really good. It's, it's yeah. a wonderful thing. Yeah.
0: I think you use the time that you mm. have, right? Yes. And yeah. the rosary is is a great yeah. thing to do in the car. I couldn't help but think as you were talking about how beautiful that was that your mom in her family growing up prayed every night. Mm-hmm. And then now it's something that's becoming important to your sons, mm-hmm. but also to you. And I think Our Lady, that's no mistake. I think Our Lady is holding all of us close and through all those prayers, all those years that your mom prayed and that those in her family prayed that it's keeping you close
2: and by the way then I walked into you saw me walk into work this morning so I walk into work I throw my computer on the desk and what do I see on my desk one of those rosaries. Wow! I thought it was a little strange because I knew I wrote in my notes because I you guys gave me notes. You have very thorough notes on this podcast. You guys are very organized, by the way. Because <laughs> we don't trust um, ourselves. Yeah. So and I just thought that was I just thought that was uh, I was like that's funny. That's you talk uh, about an affirmation. That's, that's Yeah. Right. I was like okay to, to right. being in
0: the right place yeah. at the
2: yeah. right time. Yeah. That's
1: beautiful. It was Thank you for One of those little sharing. gifts from Campus Ministry. Yeah. Yeah. You remember each month. They yeah. Give.
2: So yeah. we yeah. get so what you're saying is we get gifts each month. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I knew there were some perks. I like this gift. I like it. Okay.
0: And <laughs> okay. not gonna forget that. So, Brian, we give out some kind of recommendation at the end of every mm-hmm. episode, whether it be a book or something, a, a podcast or something. Is there anything that's inspired you or anything you kind of turn to to nourish your faith a little bit as far as that goes?
2: Yeah, I do a lot of reading. Well, actually, I don't do a ton of reading. But as my oldest son says, he's, he says, Dad, you're always reading those religious books. So he respects that. But um, yeah, I read a lot of religious books, inspirational books, prayer books. My favorite book, though, was Guy's Guide to Surviving Pregnancy, Childbirth in the First Year of Fatherhood. That's a great book, by the way. I don't know if you've ever had it. I'm just it throwing, like a light beach It or... is so it's so good. So that that's that's a non-religious book, but it, kinda it I, kind I, of is. It kind like, of is. If you want to
0: stay married. I like, yeah,
2: if you want to stay married. So that that's. A great book i give it as gifts though wild art at heart by john eldridge is mm. a good book and there was another book i can't remember the name of it and i'll look it up it was n- not a catholic book but it was a pastor good christian guy he should be catholic i don't know where he went wrong but uh and i'm only kidding i'm only kidding but in his book he had it's a lot of what you talk about on the podcast and he used some example of he had somebody come to him for some guidance in their career and uh, that person wanted to be a musician because they were just inspired by uh, some Christian, a new Christian rock band. And this pastor was like, well, do you write music? And the guy's like, no. He's like, do you even know how to play an instrument? And the guy said no. And he's like, well, you know, that's probably not where you should be. And that's like life a lot of times. You know, we get uh, emotion is good, but uh, the flip side, you need to step back and really examine examine what your talents are. And I think I read that book years ago, and I promise I will find it it's it's knowing what your talents are and where you could best use them there's nothing wrong with wanting to do something else but, you know, God gave us a set of skills. We just have to learn how to cultivate them and not always look so far away. We need to look in the community we are. Sure. And I think that's important.
0: And that perfectly wrapped up our uh, podcast in the way that each of us is called to serve in that way. And so I think we kind of mentioned that, I think, in the first episode, Amanda, when we talked about, you know, when I was going through my conversion and I wanted to, to go to Africa, and then I realized, well, I have children here that I'm called to serve, right? The ones mm-hmm. that God has given me. So I think that's. Such an important part of that's discernment. A good
2: example. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and how we each example. have
0: our individual talents that God has given us. So to recognize those and then get on the business of doing His mm-hmm. will with our with our lives. So thank you for that. I know um, all of these will be available. I'll, I'll put them on our Instagram page for anyone who's interested. Wild at Heart is a very good one about raising boys and that authentic mm-hmm. masculinity that they're that they're given. So thank you so much for that, and thank you for being our first guest, Brian, thank and you. our first double episode. Yeah. So right.
2: what are we doing for the so, third one? <laughs>
0: No oh no, Amanda! No, we have no. to tell him no, that yeah, the next episode
1: is how's Brian working? No.
2: <laughs> what went wrong? Yeah. That'll that'll you'll get a you'll get a good uh, a lot of people will be listening okay. for sure. Yeah, Perfect. there'll be some stories. So. Oh, well,
1: we're so grateful yeah. for you and for your yes to come on this podcast with us, and also I didn't really have
2: a choice. <laughs> I didn't I, <laughs> didn't. I mean, yes, absolutely. I'm So happy to be here. Uh,
1: and your yes uh, to yeah. to Bishop Moore Catholic. Moore. We're excited, as Kelly said, once a hornet,
0: always a hornet. That and All I right. think as amanda said before in the last podcast anytime you're following the will of god you bless all the people around you by doing so so it's going to be so exciting to see what he has in store for you but also all of the people in your new calcutta so thank you for being here with us brian thank
2: you very much for having me thank Thank you you.
0: and saint mother Teresa, pray pray for us. us